When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ah, welcome back to the run home. Four minutes past four p.m. Uh, the Coonies will have just climbed out of the cot to start their day. A little bit of brekkie. <laughs> Coco pops. <laughs> You're so fun um, about that, aren't you? I am happy with that. Uh, just a, uh, just a we're couple all pretty laid back in the Cooney house. We are a couple off the forty wings temper text, uh, and we love the uh, messages coming through. So keep them coming. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Uh, the spring carnival. Oh, this is on the back of our chat with Damien Ratcliffe before. The news, if you missed it, jump on the uh, SEM podcast channel and uh, have a listen. The Spring Carnival should stay the same. It's like a final series every week. There's something good on. You would lose momentum uh, if you moved it back. And the other one here is, uh, why can't you just put a new carnival or meeting on two weeks after the Melbourne Cup Carnival instead of moving one that's already been there for ages? That's from Olive. I think uh, generally once the Melbourne Cup, as Damien was saying, once the Melbourne Cup's run, everyone just, or the casual fan thinks, well, that's yep. it. That's all there is. So I'm warming to the idea, I must admit. I'm I'm warmed up yeah. to the idea. I'm I'm happy to, I just think, same as the uh, night grand final, like just try it. And if it doesn't work, move it back to how it used to be. Mm. It, it's once or twice. It's, it's, it's not going to ruin anyone's life. Just give it a go. If it doesn't work, move it back. Yep. And I, I think that to stretch out that carnival to an extra few weeks um, adds to the excitement. I don't think you'd lose momentum at all. I mean, everyone would love. And if you could chuck the, the Moyer into that, you've got the Manicato, the Cox Plate, and then, and then that. So, I mean, that keeps people interested. If you're a horse racing lover, then you'd look forward to the Cox Plate a few weeks after the AFL Grand Final. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, I reckon this man has asked us to come back because he just enjoyed working alongside us at so much. His name is Adam Peacock. Old He's doing some, speak up. some fine things. <laughs> Uh, at the uh, at the Australian Open, and uh, sounds like he's on a little bit of a break. So we're pinched a few minutes off him. Adam Peacock, good afternoon. Afternoon again, gents. How are we? We uh, we're going well. Now we're just uh, watching uh, the uh, Popper and Fritz game at the moment, and uh, Fritz is uh, he's got three set points. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're just keeping an eye on that uh, one. There's plenty happening. Roots. Uh, Rud is uh, that's oh hello. He's down two sets. To love there. Yeah, so there's right. a bit happening at the moment, but we're best off to ask you what's happening down there rather than us try and uh, blab our way through it. Yeah, well, Casper Casper uh, Root is the second seed. He's the he most un, under-the-radar second seed, I think, yeah. I can remember at the Australian Open. He can actually go world number one at the end of next week if things work out, if other players lose. Rafa losing helps him as well. Um, he was down match points against Jensen Brooksby this... Um, yeah. I would call him a bit of an out there American. Mm. He, he he's very emotional, uh, and Jensen stuffed up a couple of match points, unfortunately for him. So Casper's still alive, just and Poprin has just lost that first set against Taylor Fritz. So uh, he's up against it there on John Kane Arena. So 
that's what's happening, gents. Oh, and Kim Birrell is um, just about to step on court in her second round match as well. So uh, a few Aussies about and the cock a bit later on and Demon as well. So it's, it's all happening on day four. Unfortunately, we lost a few yesterday, Adam. Were you expecting that? Did you enjoy any of those performances from the Australians? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember what happened no. yesterday. Oh, J- Johnny Milton? No. Johnny no, Milton, Lynchy, Hijikata. No good. Yeah, Kubler in uh, straight sets, I think. Coobs after oh, a, four, a 70 shot rally at mm. one point that he won. I've never seen a 70 shot rally. It went a minute 40. Um, I, yeah, it was a bit of a disappointment, to, all, all told, for the Australians yesterday, unfortunately. Um, bit of a flat spot for them. It, it, I would have hoped that one of them got through, but Vukic as well, the qualifier, didn't quite get through. It was a difficult day. It, it lasted forever. But Kokonakis got through. I mean, he was playing Fabio Fognini, who I understand actually was playing with a broken toe oh he apparently the, the rumor is that he he smashed himself on the toe uh with his racket in practice and yeah hindered himself somewhat so um that's why kokonakis and taking nothing away from Thanasi, that's why he made it look easy against Fonini, but it's going to be much more difficult tonight against andy murray on margaret court arena uh just uh, this might be uh you you know most things about tennis so uh hopefully you're across a bit <laughs> Uh, Hitchikata and uh, Milman are teaming up mm. in the doubles. Is there any chance we can see those two make a bit of a Kyrgios uh, and Kokonakis like run, or Milly is that Carter. a bit, bit beyond them? We can't. We, it's not beyond them, but I would be amazed if it has the type of attention yes, that those yes. two had last year. Is it fair to say? Yes, uh, fair. It basically was like a circus on Kia Arena, um, back to back. It was. It was out there with Kyrgios and Kokonakis but look a, a lot of the Aussies are, are teaming up and, and Rinky at the start of his career is only 21 and Johnny at the end of his career he's 33 um, and John Melman he, he wants to kind of help these younger guys he sets a pretty good standard for a young guy coming onto tour like Rinky is about what is required you basically need to show up every minute of every day on the court and that's what John Millman has done has got the absolute most out of his career and as, as I said he's towards the end and he, he lost last night to Medvedev no disgrace he, he pushed Medvedev in the first set but Johnny Millman's going to finish his career having made a one US Open quarter final beat Federer at the US Open uh, with about 7.5 million dollars upwards of hmm. uh, in prize money not in the bank because ta- the tax man got him and travelling expenses but it's a pretty handy career for just trying hard every day basically yeah, true. It's good if you can be on tour for that long and earn that sort of money. And he's the ultimate journeyman. And we did a little segment about that the other day, which you would have tuned into in your spare time, Adam. No doubt about that. Yeah, I was actually listening to it while I was commentating. Yeah, it was great. Thank you. Well done. You are one of the great multitaskers, and you're watching a bit of A League as well. Taking the Mickey uh, out of us. Yeah. I think he might be. Uh, the demons on tonight uh, against. Uh, the uh, Frenchman, I think. Uh, yes, Adrian Manorino. Manorino. Yep. It's not a very French name, Adrian, but uh, how do we we like his chances a- there? A- Adrian, maybe. He's Adrian? I'm not oh. sure. Adrian. Yeah, oh, actually it would be. You, 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 you kind of silenced the last consonant. Um, but that's not important right now. Uh, what is important is Demon playing well. And he played well in his first round match. He, he looks lively. He, he got some good matches down there at Kuyong last week. Fun fact about Manorino, he's, uh, he's staying in the hotel that I'm being put up at in this beautiful city of yours. Mm-hmm. Both in the penthouse? Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, at breakfast this morning, I reckon he had a tower of Nutella toast in front of him. He had about four pieces in <laughs> wow. front of him. I don't know if he was going to demolish it in one hit. How many or one slices by one. are we talking? Four. Four, four slices, slices yeah. of Nutella. Well, he's got a carb load before a game. What's his rig like? Has he got a, is he, <laughs> it's sloppy. Is he sloppy or is he okay? 
No, no, he's going good. He's going good. He's he's into his thirties, and um, as we all know, gents, once mm. you hit your thirties, and I'm in my forties now, that uh, the metabolism slows to the pace of a sloth with a, a sloth <laughs> with a hangover. So he uh, he's going okay, Adrian. He's certainly going better than me, and I dare say better than Coons. With all due respect, oh, Coons. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Cop that. No offence taken. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to offend uh, the 2008 Brownlow medalist. Uh, what, have we got have we got things back on schedule? Is is everything basically caught up to itself after you know heat and rain delays? Yeah, yeah, they did well. I, I think they're a little bit behind, but by the weekend they'll be they'll be caught up. And uh, I think we're pretty clear for the next week, which means the tournament will finish on on time. Look, if you get four or five days in the first week where it's rain delays, then you're playing catch up. But with three courts with roofs, by the time the the tournament thins out a bit in the second week, uh, you can you can play catch up pretty quick. So, best facility in tennis. This, um, with all due respect to the others, like the others are kind of caught wind of what the Australian Open did and, and they started building roofs and really improving the player facilities as well. But uh, this is elite down here. We all say it because we're Australian. Oh, mm. how good is it? Blah, blah, blah. But talk to anyone from overseas and no one can pick a fault with it. It's um, it's right up there. So your, your pre-tournament predictions, uh, Schrontek and Djokovic, you're sticking with them or have you seen a couple that you, that you really like that might be able to challenge? Yeah, one of these American boys, like the, the Americans have, have come here and they're, they're playing so well. Like, like this guy, Popperin, is facing right now, Taylor Fritz. He's, he's going to make a Grand Slam final uh, in the next couple of years, I reckon. And this could be the one. Hardcourt, likes the surface, comfortable on it. Um, you know, he's he's absolutely proven himself now as, as one of the best players. He went to Saudi Arabia at the end of last year. He won the uh, the exhibition event they had. And just as a little bonus after a pretty good year, he picked up the winner's check of 1.25 million US, if you don't mind. Juicy. So, um, yeah, he's, he's feeling pretty confident about himself right now, Taylor. So he, he might be one, but, um, yeah, I'll get another look at Djokovic tonight. Hopefully the hammy is okay. As for the women's, still very open, but Sviantec deserves to be favourite, but Sabalenka. Uh, Sabalenka, you beauty. Um, she is the one that I reckon is going to cause a few issues through her section of the draw. Um, and she's playing very well. Belarusian, playing without the flag, given what's going on in Ukraine, but doesn't seem to be bothering her one little bit. Hey, all the question that all our listeners want answered, uh, two, two part. Uh, what times did you finish up last night and did you get that kebab and what was in it? One thirty, and I got to the stage of, I just could not be bothered <laughs> so I just went to bed hungry Pathetic. it's n- never a good never a good feeling never good go for the waistline when I woke up this morning on an empty stomach I'm disappointed in you Adam <laughs> I'm disappointed in me I, I, I know, I know there's that little laneway pizza joint that I thought of when I was actually just like um, got back to the room and I went oh, can I be bothered it's ah uh, what's it off it's it's near Parliament House up the north end is it? it's near that Santel- is it Santelmo that really good steak joint and you um, tweeted today that you wanted a, you wanted a good coffee, so you're a bit of a coffee yeah. snob as well. Did you find one? Absolutely. Uh, this morning, no, because I was rushing to get somewhere else. But I will go and use that thread, and one by one pick them off over the next few days. I uh, think. Yeah. So what's your disappointing? What's, what's your brew? What's, what's your what's your what, what sort of coffee do you take? I'm a piccolo guy. There we go. Mm, See, good. I told you, there's yeah. nothing wrong with a piccolo, you Josh. Josh, tra- he claims that he drinks a long black, but has milk in it. Does that? Cancel it out. That doesn't ca- What? Thank you. Uh, no. That's like a milkshake with water in it. Long, that doesn't make sense. Long long black with a dash of milk. Does that make more sense? Yeah. Uh, it's not a long black bit, But then it's not a long black anymore. No. It's a oh, long no. caramel. 
I've been putting up with this for two weeks, and now you've only added uh, fuel to the fire, Adam Peacock. So you can go and be on your way. Uh, We appreciate. (laughs) We'll catch up with you tomorrow. Appreciate your time, and now we'll probably speak to you tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, we'll have a piccolo chat tomorrow, shall we? Uh, We'll do. Uh, Adam Peacock, our guest, uh, the best in the business when it comes to SEN Sydney, Code Sports, all of that sort of stuff. He's uh, commentary. I've heard him um, uh, across the networks, Mm -hmm. across the airwaves, and on the tube. Unbelievable Polished. stuff. You wouldn't know he didn't have a coffee uh, this morning because uh, he's doing some fine work. So uh, we thank him for his time. It is busy down there. Uh, BP's. No, well, I guess <laughs> not. But uh, BP's nice and busy. Well, Adam Peacock didn't even have time to eat. No. Just had to go to bed hungry. you got to feed the peacock. <laughs> Might bite oh, your hand off. Not. Evidently not because uh, he went to bed hungry. Uh, Fritz won the first set seven games to six. So... Our man Popper, and he's putting, you know, he's doing well against the number eight seed. Uh, this other game, though, is incredibly interesting, or this mm. other match, I should say. Uh, the number two seed, Root, who uh, you heard from uh, Adam Peacock, is the most, I guess, unheralded, underrated number two seed ever, who can be number one in the world at the end of this. But he has got a big fight on his hands. He's actually, uh, he's got two set points at the moment, but he's down. Uh, he lost the first set three six, lost the second set five seven. Now has uh, two set points, so he's got to come back from a long way down. And he does claim the third set seven six. He's so back, baby. Two sets to one for the number two seed. Uh, we'll follow that one uh, with interest as we go along. Our chat with Adam Peacock was: uh, Hey, if you want to see the first ever Australian paddle open. At AO 2023, it's the newest racket sport with off-the-wall energy. And if you're keen on playing tennis after watching it, hire a tennis court at play.tennis.com.au. Tennis court hire, no no membership, no worries. We're going to get to a break, and then uh, Sean's on the line. We'll get to Sean uh, after the break. He wants to talk about the mighty Southeast Melbourne Phoenix.